Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. That was Charles and Eddie. Would I lie to you? And we played that for no other reason than it just being an absolute belter of a song. As a fucking screamer, mate. The harmonies. I walked it into the podcast studio today. It randomly popped up in Spotify and I was like, yes. Googled them and I found out that Charles, the group member, passed away. So, God rest his beautiful soul. His beautiful voice. How's it? Singing with the angels now. That's yes. what I was going to say. He's dancing in heaven. Yes. With Betty White and the rest of them. That's a callback. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had that one uh, single. I went to the Asda at the Parkhead Forge and bought that. And it was cassette. So, that's how long. I mean, I don't know when that came out, but 94. 94 I went down with pocket money and I bought two singles right right let me see when this came out did I lie to you song by Charles and Eddie oh they're beautiful as well 92 so I was eight who's the one with the long hair I think that's Charles is it big beautiful handsome bastard what that man. fucking what that hair mm-hmm. gorgeous um, wonder if there's any videos of them performing it, see if they're any good. Big, handsome bastard. Um, I went to the, the Forge and I bought Charles and Eddie Would I Like You in the WWF <laughs> single Slam Jam Thank You Man by the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, wow. Can you do us a favour? Can uh-huh. you play that at the end of the podcast? What, the Slam Jam song? Yes. Yes, let me let me see. I've never heard that before. Have you know? Aye, the Slam Jam song and lyrics beautiful man aye so i bought the two at the same time and i had like a wee remember the wee combi cd cassette sort of wee ghetto blastery type things i had one of them and i used to just sit and play that on repeat like i could probably sing that word for word <laughs> i love that man i love the kind of tunes i've been in a 90s mood recently with just old cheesy tunes when you get older you're like aye I'm into that stuff. I know, mate. I was talking to one of my mates on Saturday and he was like, because I've always been pure into 80s music. I love fucking Hall and & Oates and Duran Duran, Brian mm. Adams, like, see all the, the pure classic 80s Def Leppard and stuff like that. 
and um, as well as like Metallica and all the pure like heavy metal eighties and stuff like that. But he's always been pure. He played in the band domain. He was always pure. I can't go that shit. See, because it's like electronic. Yeah, a lot. Of it's no like the band playing and stuff like that. It's like so you'd be like, I can't go that shit. I can't go that. And then all night we were sitting, and I think it was uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Re- relax, come on, <laughs> and he was pure. Oh, I see you, you fucker, man. He's like, I start. I'm starting to pure love eighties music. Like, the melodies, man, they're just Aye. so good, man. Same way, who popped up? An oh, Tina Turner popped up. Popped up. She's got some good tunes, and she's simply the best. I know it's a Rangers song, and we are Celtic fans, but it's a fucking belter of a tune. Uh, yeah, Mark Black talks about that, and he said, "I'm not stealing his joke, but it is an actual toe tapper, man." Aye. Uh, there was a period in that time as well, music where they took out the guitar solo and they replaced it with the saxophone solo, mm. and it's glorious, mate. The saxophone solo and simply the best. I think that song's actually just called the best. Was it? I am. I'm pretty sure of that. Let me Google that. I think that's yeah. That would fuck you in a pub quiz. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So Tina, I would have bet my heart and soul on it. The best. The best song by Tina Turner. Aye, so it's no called simply the best. It's called the best. But learn something every day. Aye, but that's a fucking. That's a banger, mate. Yes. So let's get into it. This is episode seventy-one. Before we continue the conversation, we need to give Michael Burns a shout out from Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns is a good friend of mine. We went to school together. We have been in holes together. And guess what? You've got an opportunity to call someone that has been in a hole with Bobby from Scott Squad up to your house to fit your fucking kitchen. And all you need to say is straight white whale or a listen to Darren Connell's podcast, whatever, and he will give you a discount. And see when he's midway through fitting your kitchen, you just hit him with, were you in a kettle with Bobby? For Scott Squad? And he'll be like, I've got a wife and a family now. Let me get past the fucking past. And you're like, no, Michael, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> so there we go. He's married. I'm seven years sober. Teenage years was a horrific part of my life, but look, if you need a kitchen fitted, give Michael Burns a call. We like to relive trauma on the daily on this podcast. Yes. His number will pop up on the screen, Lamb Solutions Limited. I was having a wee joke there, but he does everything that you need done in your house. Kitchens, bathroom, joinery work. Do you need a wee spiralling staircase? You stay with your... Your mom and your dad are old and they're fucked. Get a spiraling staircase to bam them up so they can't go upstairs. That's mm. what I would do. No, I'd like, if I had like a big massive house, get somebody like Michael to build me a, sca- a staircase that leads to nowhere. <laughs> the door at the top's just... <laughs> <laughs> just nothing behind it. It's not a brick wall. So everybody, oh, where's the toilet? Like, just up the top of the stairs and you go up there and he's <laughs> open the door. It's just a brick wall behind it. Like, yeah, it's got you. Or, you know, in the Truman Show at the end when he walks up to the clouds and he opens the door. It's a guy in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'd do that. But then that's why the both ears are skint. (laughs) 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 Right, so that is the advertisement out of the way. Thank you very much, Michael Burns. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Let's get back into the chat, Paul. Um, A lot of people got in touch last week about the podcast They appreciate guests and we enjoy guests too, but they were like, that was really an intense conversation we had last week, but also 
funny and just real. Mm-hmm. So I love how I say it's never going to be a mental health podcast and it's been 71 episodes of us gone through it. The Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode, mate. <laughs> episode 71, The Swamp. <laughs> a mental health swamp. Uh, trudging through life. Yep. So, I mate, last week was like... It was a tough week, man. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Do you know what I mean? And I think that I've learned not to front that everything's all right when it's no and just be honest with people. And if people don't like that, you know, what you got to do. But we got, I, got, I had a few people reach out to me. Um, the Patreon subscribers were commenting on it, saying how much they enjoyed it. No, just the chat, but just me and you, like just being back to just me and you. So, yeah. Um, I appreciated the messages. I got a couple of people messaging me just saying that they hope that they're all right, which I'm all right. If anybody's listening and listened last week and they're like, fuck, man, everything's fine, you know? Yeah. It's just part of life, isn't it? Ups and downs. Can I, can I be happy all the time? Ups and downs and showing people that when you're struggling, you should talk about it and there's no shame in asking for help because if you ask for help, you're going to probably get help mm-hmm. if it's not going to be for your family or your mates somebody's going to help you mm-hmm. so just don't keep it in and uh i i'm the same as well uh, you know you get sad when you talk about stuff and just because you get emotional it doesn't mean that you're in a bad place it's just it is what it is no, isn't it? you're an emotional vessel one of I, god's creatures me i'm very emotional by the way i've noticed that i cry at music and stuff I have to get undiagnosed bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's this lovely saying that I heard one time um, in uh, training, like therapy training, because like when you're training, they want you to be, well, one of the one of the key components, like this is why maybe like one of, one of the listeners messaged me and was like, it's really nice to hear you and Darren be there for each other. But I think, they were like, you're especially good at being there for Darren. Because like, over the course of the last 71 episodes, I think we have really focused in on you. And yes. when we've spoke about stuff that's like sort of deeper, it's it has been you and me being like, that's all right and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm needing that type thing. Um, one of the things that they teach you today is, is not to be uncomfortable with people's emotions. Like if you grow up with your parents or your family and your emotions freak them out, then you learn how to mask them. You learn how to hide them. Sure, I've told on this podcast about how I was basically made to go to the toilet and cry as a kid. So that's you masking your emotions and hiding them away from people because you see like a bad reaction in them because of your emotions, which is never a good thing. So you get taught to be able to sit with people's emotions and, and just be there with them and actually maybe even go into it a wee bit with them and go this is really sad like this is actually like really upsetting and but that's all right but the saying that they said was is that the reason that there's salt in your tears is it's to cleanse your wounds and i can i think i remember being like fuck man that's that's a nice way to say to somebody just cry it out because you do you need to cry it out yeah see when i hear people going i don't cry anything i'm just like because it, it'll hit you like a fucking ton of bricks, man. Yeah. Your heart's going to explode in your sleep if you don't cry. Mm-hmm. I would say that if I was a doctor. Going <laughs> <laughs> to have a heart attack. Would you ever do ayahuasca with me? We'd do it together. Well, 
Really? <laughs> 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 I would 100% the ayahuasca way. I mean, I've never done ayahuasca, but I've uh, smoked DMT. So I've had a taste and I would definitely do it. I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I would be cautious. I'd be nervous. I'd be anxious about, fuck man, what's about to come up. But ultimately you can't dodge your truth. Mm-hmm. You can't dodge your demons. So no, mate, I would absolutely do ayahuasca with you. Yeah, video for Patreon. Do you know there's another thing that we're going to video for Patreon uh, because I'll deliberately mention cold water therapy every single episode just to fit it in as a joke. And I know one of the lads that actually runs a cold water therapy thing, and he's a good guy, Max Colby. His name is, and he got in touch again, and he says, "I've went. Remember early episodes of the podcast? I actually went." and did it with him mm-hmm. so he says he's invited you to come along as well so he wants to take the both ears to a session and maybe film it and i think that would be good fun absolutely for the podcast as well aye for the patron subscribers no i would definitely do it where does he do it he does it everywhere mate. just like walk home or something aye. like wild Lust, water therapy campsies so all you need is a pair of shorts and maybe water shoes, you know, the waterproof shoes. Uh-huh. We'll go and we'll do that. Aye. Yeah, and about it. So how has your week been? I've, I mean, it's been better. Yeah. It's been better. Like working through some stuff. Um, feel like progress has been made, like in the, the situation that's going on in my life. So it's been a better week, but it's time, like, it's start, I'm starting to notice the areas where shit have slipped a wee bit, you know what I mean? And like the editing, um, stuff like the, the ghost hunt that I would have ideally I had up last week. I'm going to get up this week. Yeah. Done the sheriff show. I'm like, wanted that done for Monday. Go to up the day. It's Wednesday. It's not the end of the world, is it? You know what I mean? And you're being a couple of days late or a week late with some content when you're going through some tough times. So I'm just happy that because the worst thing that could happen is, is that everything goes to fuck. That's like you know, Defcon fucking a million. So yeah. Um making some progress and starting to like get back out and see mates. Like we went to see David McIntosh last night, the yes. Blackfriars, just doing stuff like that, getting out of the house, getting out yeah. of the For anyone that doesn't know, David McIntosh is a podcaster. He what's his podcast again? Development by David. Yes, I've been on that by the way. I should have remembered that. Apologies, David. And we went to see David at Viv G's comedy course last night, the world famous Viv G's comedy course. She's been doing it for about 20 years and she has birthed some Scottish great comedians. So David was part of the lineup last night and he did really well. Some people ate absolute shit, but <laughs> wow, man, that took we'll me no back. Name names. We'll no name names. We'll no name names. There was one in particular that I had to like literally start looking at the grunt. I yeah. couldn't look at the stage any longer. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, not only was there little to zero punchlines or jokes, it was just like a story that was being told. But he, he tried to tee up a song and it never played. And mm. <sighs> so. Like Paul said, we went to the gig last night and as this guy was dying on his arse, I looked around to Paul and Paul was literally like that at the floor. <laughs> but see, because I've been doing stand-up for so long and I've obviously been in that position of 
horrifically dying on your arse. I was like sitting there like that, just pure loving it. <laughs> <laughs> do you love? Do you like watching that? Aye, man. I mean, it would have been a shame. I don't mean it in a cruel way. Look, everybody's everybody needs to go through that. It's getting your stripes. Mm-hmm. I'd have felt uncomfortable if it was David because David's my pal. But uh-huh. I must say, I enjoyed that last night. I felt so. I felt sorry for the guy. It was a shame, but I also enjoyed it. You can also. I I was feeling both emotions last <laughs> night, but I found it so funny how you were like you were like a soldier in a trench, just like that. Uh huh. Disassociating <laughs> man, just staring at the ground and just pure. That ground's dirty. Wow, you know what I mean? Just pure fucking hell, yeah. man. Aye, it was pretty... It was pretty grim. Some good comedians coming through that course, though, back in the day. I think Des Clark did it. Uh, Des McLean, the Reverend Obadiah Steppenwolf. And I even think maybe Scott Agnew did it, but don't quote, quote me on Scott Agnew. I might even ask Viv G to come on one day. Too right, mate. Aye. Guest. Aye, sit and talk to her, man. She'll have some... She'll have a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Especially having done, what, 20 years since she's been doing that comedy course? I think so. Wow. I was going to do her one when I first started and there was no space left. Oh, really? And then I went to the other one. Anybody else? Frankie there? Nah, I don't think so. Kevin Bridges there? Nah. Nah. All the funny comedians don't take courses. No. That's me slagging myself as well. How? Because I've done a course. Oh, did you? <laughs> okay, self-deprecating. There you go. Just thought the Scottish Comedy Forum was about to be a lightweight trash talk. Oh, don't talk about that. We don't want to poison our listeners' ears about the Scottish Comedy Forum. Are you a member? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like you're watching, you're looking at the Scottish Comedy Forum, is it like watching that guy on stage last night? You're just sitting there like that. <laughs> I, I, I felt so sorry for that guy last night. Felt like I was had a line of cocaine though. I was like, oh, walking up the road, I'm singing in the rain. There was a couple of actually really like standout performers. Yes, the Welsh guy was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, David done brilliant. Cat mm-hmm. um, did great. Cat Cat Conley and uh, who could be another guest on the pod? Yes, um, David could come on the pod. Yes, David loves this. He's pure. Always pure. You, You've got the f- the top comedy podcast in Scotland. Oh, thanks very much, mate. <laughs> thanks very much, David. No, no, David, we're a mental health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I tell you about my week? Yes, I. I sorry, mate. Sorry to be so ignorant. No, you're How's not. How's your week been? You're not, baby. Please don't ever say that about yourself again. Thank you. Uh, um, I went to the cinema. To see an absolute belter of a film. You could say it was our Citizen Kane. Okay. Cocaine Bear. What's that? Have you seen trailers for it? No. Cocaine Bear? Cocaine Bear it's called. I've known a couple of Cocaine Bears in my day. If you know what I mean. Doing the pipe works, eh? Uh, <laughs> right, tell us about the t- tell us about cocaine bell. So essentially, um, a drug deal goes wrong. An airplane is flying over the woods in America, and it crashes, and cocaine lands into the woods, and a bear eats the cocaine. <laughs> and it's just the silliest fucking film that you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> it's not as stupid as what I was expecting it to be, but is it's equally 
as stupid as like you know naked gun or airplane or something right and it was actually i'm sure it was ray leota his last film before he died right so i found it quite comical that that was his last film an amazing actor Uh that's you know good fellas and all that Uh that was his last film wow and uh he was brilliant in it was he the bell (laughs) no no he was uh (laughs) does the bear have a voice no no an actual bear that just eats coke and kills everybody so silly silly fucking nonsense probably gonna turn into a cult classic right okay the only thing that was missing was nicholas cage if nicholas cage was in it it would have been the best fucking film ever made i <laughs> pure complete cult classic sounds like a fucking away day for the rangers fans didn't it <laughs> cocaine bears <laughs> <laughs> so the, the cocaine bear section <laughs> can everybody's full of gear at football aren't they Aye. even the ref probably Mate, I'd, see the amount of people that take gear man it's crazy yeah it's fucking crazy man just a pure, I mean, who am I to fucking talk, but just a fucking life fucking shattering class A drug that's commonly taken amongst people, man. It's, I find that a bit strange because it was, it wasn't, it wasn't that common back in the day. I mean, Ekkies were pretty common. Yeah. But, um, aye, it's just, just every cunt seems to take gear nowadays, man. It's fucking mental. There's no shame attached to it anymore. Like when I used to take it back in the day, it was like, don't tell anybody. We all sneak after the toilet. No, just it's fucking people are cutting it on lines and pubs on the table. Like no giving a fuck. Uh-huh. Has the drug game changed much? Because back in the day, it was for me, it was just Ekkies and Coke and somebody used to take speed. But now there's like fucking H2.4 pills. Uh-huh. Like, do, you have, do you want me to see if I've... Uh... If I've got a menu and I'll read out a menu. Yes. Right, let me see what I've got here. I'm sure I've sent my boy here. Better come with free prawn crackers, but Rookie call back to a previous mate, podcast because yeah, I'm on a fucking spectrum. Fucking might come with free prawn crackers. Um, let me see <laughs> if I've got it anywhere. Um, fuck, man. It's so bad long. Paul's just trying to find a drug menu if you were to order drugs. I'm or... pretty sure on the iPhone you can uh, you can search a word. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, maybe I've deleted it. That's okay. Maybe I've, I've deleted the menu. <laughs> Let me see if can you put search for an emoji. Here we go here, right? Snow White, pure. I won't I won't say prices, right? So this is a guy's menu. Snow White pure. Let me guess. Right. Pure. A gram, a hundred quid. Eighty. Fifty fifty. Right, I need to guess. But I'm, remember, I'm sober. So 50-50, I'd say half pure and half council. Uh-huh. So 50 quid. 60. Oh! Council. 40. 40 quid a gram. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, so that's his, that's his top menu. Then there's, pff, mate, there's just a multitude of ecstasy tablets and Mandy 
like you wouldn't be able to be pointless. But he's got fourteen different types of uh, keys on his Holy menu. Holy fuck! Um, let's count that. Twelve, twelve different types, and then pure Mandy. Pure Mandy, wow. Six different strains of cannabis. Mind blown. Three different types of mushroom. DMT. DMT? Um, I'm giving you five winks there to say order me some. And then, what the fuck's that? Let me Google what that is. Paul, can I ask you a question? Aye. Has he got the most dangerous drug of all? What's that? Love. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the boat, mate, he's pure. I'm looking for drivers. <laughs> he's advertising. He's advertising for work. That's his menu. That's 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 that drug. That particular drug dealer's menu. Wow. That's like right. So, see, back in the day, I used to go and pick up eight quid bits of hash. For Cranhill Park, I <laughs> a guy called Fat Tam, who had a black bag with like bits of hash and money stashed in like a ditch in a park. Wow. And now these cunts are fucking sending you menus and advertising for jobs. That's crazy. The game's it? changed, mate. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm away from that, by the way. It sounds crazy. It's like Uber Eats. Hi. <laughs> but for drugs. Fat Tam turning up at your flat on a unicycle. I need to keep up with the rest of these cunts. We've <laughs> 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 got a driver's license yet. Do you think that the... I mean, the police know who these guys are, man. They're just letting them do it, aren't they? Yeah. Crazy. Gotham City, mate. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's, that's what we live in there. 100%. The good, what happened to the good old days when you get a sandwich bag full of Ekkies? <laughs> and it was free for a tenner. Fuck you know. Free for a tenner, mate. Fuck. I mean, I used to know a guy that ran a pub. I won't say what pub. Um, in the city centre, and his doorman, I won't say his name, uh, was a drug dealer, and he used to do us fifty p keys. So that would have been at cost. But it's just because you know him. Some of the nights were mental, but man, you don't want to be fucking taking fifty pence love hearts. Do you know what I mean? No. Man? No. Getting good old flashbacks. I remember being in a pub full of Ekkies once and I spewed in an empty paint glass. Felt, <laughs> it right, felt it right to the tap and just put it down. Oh, walked away. Just Apologies. A, a pure... Yep. One of the ones. Uncontrollable. I, and it felt it filled right to the tap. It's like my mind knew just spew <laughs> to the tap of the paint. So I spewed a paint. Oh, mate, I've had some fucking stupid, stupid nights on fucking Ekkies, man. I don't Man, they're fucking hell, man. You just do the most fucking stupid shit. Yes. Let's not get into no, it. No, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that for Patreon, maybe. The ex- Aye. The ecstasy files. Because <laughs> I'm like, how come I'm not getting any acting gigs? How come I'm not getting booked? Flashback to, I spewed on a paint glass because I was out my nut and eggies. <laughs> um, is there anything you would like to talk about? What have you? No, let's, let's work. We worked through the last already. No, no, we've got some questions there from Patreon members. Beautiful. Um, I won't name them. Well, 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 I was talking to you about this last night, man. I don't know if this is good podcast content or whatever, but I'm noticing that my fucking Twitter feed is just full of cunts getting murdered. And what the fuck's happened to Twitter? Twitter's changed. 
I went on it today and the setup's changed as well. That Elon Musk cunt keeps changing it. Uh, but I've noticed that as well with the content. Aye, the For You page and it's like guys getting shot in the heat and all that. Like mm -hmm. Palestinian women getting fucking murdered by Israeli soldiers like on the daily. It's like, mate, I've, I mean, I used to love Twitter. Like I was pure, let's have a, I've, I mean, it's my screen time sitting at just now. Um, see your activity. Last week, I spent a total combined over the course of the week, an hour on Twitter. That's our seven days, man. That's just, that would have all been after the game on Sunday as well. Aye. I just don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to see people getting fucking murdered and shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know that video that you're talking about. We won't go into too much detail because I don't want people to actually go and find it. But, you know, I've took advice off you. You know how you, you told obviously because you're a you're an addict as well and you're going through another fellowship i took you've told me that earlier on in the podcast back in the day so i went through the words that you can block and i've blocked things like porn mm -hmm. covid like buzzwords so i've got like 15 words there that i just hate like porn covid we nippy because of nicola sturgeon <laughs> all okay. that shit Aye. Uh, love island like all that yes. stuff and i'm still seeing this shit on my timeline and last night a guy just get fucking assassinated and it was just there on my phone i didn't want to see that i didn't search it and it's on my timeline now how easy is that to see that and how many people have a smartphone i'm thinking about my nephews at like 13 uh-huh what the fuck is that going to do to their brain I mean, traumatize them. Mate. I, I mean, I find it low key traumatizing. Yeah. Any any sort of like violence, I just get past it. But sometimes it's that quick, man. You're like, fucking hell, man. Mate, I, I, I mean, I enjoy like the UFC and stuff like that. But I don't like seeing knockout videos. So like videos are like people getting punched and they're like knocked out, mate. You can one punch. You can one punch kill people, and you might actually be like sitting laughing at somebody being fucking murdered or like whatever it's, they're, not, they're not trying to kill them so what would it be fucking manslaughter or whatever but what is going on mate what the fuck is going on it used to be i mean twitter's always been a wee bit of a bonfire it's never been the, the greatest place in the world but i used to genuinely enjoy it go in curate it so it was just like football mental health stuff so you know man i'm like i don't don't even want to fucking click on it man. Aye. I started that way Facebook. I used to just post jokes and then I stopped reading my news feed and now I don't even post jokes. I just po post post the podcast and now I've found myself being like that with Twitter. I don't read my news feed. And even when I do, I essentially use Twitter as a blank canvas to talk shit. And if it gets a good response, I put it into my set and it's not even getting a response anymore, mate. It seems like it's a dead app. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's engaging, nobody's clicking. I think Twitter might be on its way out, son. Wonder what will replace it. Oh, it'll just be a new Twitter, won't it? A new version. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad that if it dies, I'm like, I'm addicted to it. Uh, you think so, I? I mean, I'm addicted to certain things. Like, when a football game's on, I'll consume everything football-related. But I'm good at blocking things out, like fight videos and all that. But mm -hmm. it's a lot of shit, isn't it? 
No, even fucking real. Like, see the amount of times that people be like, oh, somebody was saying blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, who, who was saying that? And they'd be like, oh, somebody on Twitter. And you're like, they might not even be real. Aye. Literally, like, taking the opinions of fucking bots and fucking shit that's people that are paid to, like, upset. You know what I mean? Like, but this cunt Elon Musk, mate, honestly, needs to get his fucking hair transplant and his fucking electric motors and get to fuck, man. The guy's a prick. Hey. That's a form of racism now. Talking about hair transplants in front of me as well. Sorry, mate. That's pure Yours is shite. beautiful, though. That's pure shite. Your hair transplant's a thing of beauty. Thank you. Do but you think that your hair's... See, because obviously, I think we all know that your hair loss was stress-related. Do you think that it's because... Mate, I'll be honest, I've never seen a hair transplant that good. Thank you. Do you think it's your real hair? Because, like, you're doing better and you're no stressed out and stuff? Well, they never transplanted the full head. It was only sections of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I remember. Aye. So I think like it will, a lot of it will be my hair coming back. I mean, when I went in to get checked, the guy was like, aye, you're sound. You'll, you'll be able to get one, no bother. Before he even inspected my head, he just glanced at it and he was like, aye. I might get one. I'll sort you out. Don't know if I need one, but. Let's get one for a laugh. My hair's my my hair's always been thin as fuck. Even when I was a wee guy, I've always just had pure fine hair. So I wonder if a wee hair transplant make it all thick, luscious. Get it for a laugh, man. Like Killian. Get it for a laugh. <laughs> Spend three grand for a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> get it changed colour. I want it blonde. Um Could you take a hair transplant off my dog? Take the follicles at my dog. Imagine. Put it in my head. Golden Retriever. <laughs> <laughs> Just on a side note, this is totally random, right? See, when I was walking into the podcast studio, we walk, I walked past the Scottish Power Building and they had three bodyguards on the door. Mm -hmm. And I turned around and I looked at them and they were flat out, like, growling at me. I was like, fucking hell, that's intense. Is that because the building's getting attacked? Or uh -huh. Protests. Protests. Aye, uh, people throwing paint or whatever at it and protesters outside it because of the... I mean, think about this for a second, right? They are hiking the price of our gas and electricity, which we need to survive, really. And you need for your kids and you need to wash and be clean and be presentable and stuff. They are hiking the price so much that people are going and attacking the buildings of the energy companies. And instead of making maybe, you know, a couple of billion less every year, of which they're still making record profits, by the way, this isn't like a necessity why they've done it. They're hiring thugs to stone on the door of their fucking buildings and growl at cunts, man. What world are we living in? Yeah. What type of world is that? I mean, how could... I know that people go and they do their their job and stuff like that but see if I worked for British Gas Scottish Power I wouldn't be saying I'd be walking out because people need to feed and people need whatever I would definitely be looking for a new fucking job man yeah I'd be like actively looking for a new job because how could you how could you go and work for a business that is dragging normal people out of the coals charging people record levels of fucking thing with their gas and electricity making rec record profits off of the back of that and then hiring fucking idiots to go and stone in the fucking door. And they're not idiots, mate. They're just doing a job as well. But mm. I just think, what world do we live in, man? Like, what are we doing? Why are we allowing this to happen? But it was 
quite funny because like I was listening to music coming in and obviously we played, you know, that song at the beginning. So it was like, oh, that type of music. And I kind of looked there and I was like, the three of them are growling at me. And then I looked there again. I was like, what are you looking at? But in my head was pure. It's hip to B square. Doing a wee fucking dance in front of them. Grueling bastards, man. See, if you let them hear that you were listening to Huey Lewis in the news, they might think, oh, fuck, American Psycho. This is Scotty Psycho. Well, I, I'm a vet. I'm a chubby Patrick Bateman. I know that. You've seen my vitamin collection there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. I'll be honest. Like, see, when I walked into the room and, and like, I, I looked towards it, I heard, like, a... And it glowed. For anyone that was wondering, Paul was up for a cup of tea the other night and I keep my vitamins on top of the microwave. Just to give them some extra <laughs> zing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably toxic waste. I'm, I'm taking them. Um, talking about Twitter, uh, Twitter's getting mental with like random UFO videos and like, have you seen the asteroid stuff as well? I haven't seen anything about asteroids, but I have seen shit about UFOs. Yep. You know, I'm wondering what the fuck is going on. It's every day something's happening. It's random objects are getting shot down. The The president of France came out and released a statement. And then with the asteroid stuff, people are filming videos of asteroids coming through and like... Texas got hit with one, didn't it? Didn't yep. it? A pretty decent sized one. Texas, France... I'm not too sure. We're living in the movie Armageddon. Basically. Basically. Hope Bruce Willis is ready. <laughs> I don't think so. He's fucked. He's fucked now, isn't he? Is he? We he's, what? He's got dementia. Oh, so he does, man. A type of, a rare form of. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market dementia mm -hmm. i think it's a shame i thought still a young guy man well what in his 60s maybe mm -hmm. wow. frontal globe dementia or something it's right. called fuck's sake man i think up your bastard dies that there sorry it but... doesn't matter mate oh, no doctors are with for fuck's sake but... Aye. no that's a that's a real shame but no man we're living in a we're living in a weird i mean if covid and everything else that's came with that isn't weird enough no governments are telling us that there's UFOs and mm, you're mm -hmm. like, what's going on here? Have I ever mentioned the documentary The Unacknowledged? No. Right, so... I'm aware of it, but you've not mentioned it. So this is Googleable, and it's factual. 
may have mentioned it before, so forgive me if I have, right? But, so we're going to get a bit of conspiracy. Yes. Yeah, right, but old school conspiracy, not fucking new school. Like, uh, Putin's a good guy, man. Peace and jam for your immune system. Aye, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, after the Second World War, let, let me regale a tale, right? After the Second World War, there was a a secret operation between the, the Russian and the American governments where they took all of the top scientists for the Nazi government and set, split them up. Basically, just the Americans took half, let's just say, and the Russians took half. Now, the if you want to Google this, it was called Operation Paperclip. That's on the CIA side. I don't know what the Russian operation was called, but they will have their own code name for it, right? But the American CIA operation was called Paperclip, and they took all of the Russian top scientists, doctors, blah, blah, blah. Hitler had them pump money and doing like R&D, like research and development on mad shit, try to make UFOs, try to drill Antarctica to see what's underneath the, the glaciers. Um, doing experiments, this is like the horrible stuff, doing experiments on like twins, identical twins to see if they could like mutate, doing experiments on people with disabilities, all this sort of stuff. So they were into all sorts, mate. They were into all sorts. Um, I think they think the LSD came for it. I'm not too sure. But anyway, one of the doctors that went to America was a guy called Von Braun, like Warner Von Braun. I think it's, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's Werner Von Braun, right? He was a rocket scientist and he formed NASA. So he made the the Apollo shuttle, like the Apollo rockets that took them to the moon eventually. Now, here's where it gets interesting, and this is conspiracy, but this has been documented, so you can go and you can look at it. He was given, they were all given like female handlers and shit, so I think they got to pick, who do you, who do you want, blah, blah, blah. He picked this like stunningly beautiful CIA agent or whatever, and she was his handler, and he fell in love with her, and he propositioned her, and he tried to propose to her, and she, wouldn't, she was like, no, like, blah, blah, blah. So he loved her, he was in love with her, and on his deathbed, right, he told her that at some point in the future, there will be a fake alien invasion staged by the American government. Um, and he's like, they, they have UFOs, it's no that blah, 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 like they've got this technology and that they would stage a fake alien invasion with UFOs that would unite humanity, like basically to create this one world, like W, whatever, one world government. New World, new world Order. order. Um, and he told her that in like 87 when he died. It was a deathbed confession. Holy fuck. So you can Google it. You can read it. Um, and it's in that documentary. He talks about it in that documentary. 1987. Well, would you say it's kind of happening? I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm stopping my mind from going that far to be like, this is, this is what they're talking about because... Like, like my mate, we were talking about it on Sunday and he was like, it's weather balloons. And I'm like, is it though? Why would they shoot down weather balloons? It's Chinese spy balloons. It's like, come on guys, they've got satellites. They don't need a balloon to fucking spy on you. They literally have got satellites in space that can fucking look down on us. Do you know what I mean? And we've got telescopes that can look at galaxies. We've got a camera that can fucking film a car driving along the street for a satellite. Do you know what I mean? We see it on Google every day, so they don't need that. So what is what are they doing? Like, what's going on? So you're like, what is it? 
I think it's a smokescreen. Yeah. I think there's shit going on that they don't want us to know about. And I don't know what that is. I'm not saying that that's like aliens or blah, blah, blah. I, I think it, I don't know what it is, but there's something going on that they don't want us to know about. Maybe it could be the implosion of the Chinese government and the the, the economy in China. Um, they're pulling down buildings. Like they built these mad cities and nobody's ever lived in them and they're now demolishing them. And it's like, what the fuck is going on there? Who knows what it is? But if you were like, what's your logical guess? Like my we conspiracy brains like, this is the fucking Von Braun invasion happening. But my educated guess is, is that there's something else going on that they don't want us to know about. So yeah. they're filling the timelines with UFOs and meteors and fear. I think I'll be watching that tonight, mate. But, but, and Conspiracy Corner, we'll call this. Yes. What about the one way on... Antarctica when there was an actual, you know, pilot that went over there and he came back, didn't he? And he says there's civilization there. Um, there was like an RAF guy for America. People listening will be like, you're fucking idiot. But Air Force, like Naval Air Force? Yeah. Right. He's went, he went over there on a mission and he went over the Antarctica and he was like, there's Greenland there with a civilization underground. And he said right. that for the rest of his life. Like, there's people that live there. And then, know, supposedly, that that place is off limits now. You can't fly over there. Nobody can fly over there. Right. So that's why all this fucking ice wall pushes came up. And right, the flat earth. Aye. Right, where they're like, you can't, you, why do they not fly over? Yep. There's also like all sorts of mad mental magnetic fields at the, at the top of like the, the poles or the top and bottom. So I don't know if that affects the instrumentation or like commercial yeah. air flights or anything like that. Like I've never read anything about that and I'm going to have a read. The world's, I would say that if I think about it, I'm just like, that's interesting and I want to read about that. But the world's full of some strange people. Yeah. And they're like, especially when you get notoriety for saying stuff so there's a bit of sort of skepticism about like but also i think they're starting to say that there is something underneath one of the like a bit of the so because obviously the polar ice caps are like regressing every year but they've found a structure wow maybe something like the mayans or the egyptian pyramids or something like that i think that they think that that's there's something like that underneath god the polar ice caps and obviously the planet changes all the time so with it be mental to say that maybe you know the ice during the ice age that the top and the bottom was like the hot part of the instead of the equator yeah maybe i love shit like that mate but can i just say just to anybody listening don't take this seriously yeah this isn't like pure you know don't let it drive you off your nut yeah paul's a stoner and my mind is half melted with ecstasy abuse <laughs> i clearly can't remember what i said five minutes ago so don't go into a YouTube rabbit hole here. Aye, of course. But aye, it's, <laughs> that one, the Netflix documentary is worth a watch, man. They they talk about, I mean, do you know the, the boy Bob Lazar? Yeah. That guy predicted so much, mate, in the 80s. I mean, he, he anonymously phoned into a radio show and spoke about Element 213, you know, the periodic table expanding, fucking propulsion engines, all that stuff that he get laughed at and ridiculed. And all of it, other than, you know, the public outing of, like, the propulsion engine has kind of came through, man. Yeah. Yep. 
Also fascinating, he's well known, world famous. He's been on Joe Rogan and you know every other podcast. Do you think he could be a plant? When he surprised me to start and let's let out the information that that requires too much planning for my lightning. He's like you know the Bush family. They're not fucking idiots, man. Can I ask your opinion on someone? What, what's your opinion on David Ike? A broken clock's right twice a day. He said some stuff that you're like, that's came true, but, you know, as the lizard people on the planet, no. Yeah. And he's came away with something went a pish. I think people like that, Alex Jones, I'll say as well, Alex Jones became famous. You know who Alex Jones is, don't yeah. you? The, the American, InfoWars, the American conspiracy theorist. He started out, he became famous for that video, I am going to Bohemian Grove, uh, back in the day, like 96, 97, where, like... The Clintons and the Bushies and all of these people go and they have like pagan rituals apparently. I think the Rothschilds were there and all this sort of stuff. I mean, is there's video footage of that? Is there, there's no dispute in that, but he has went off the fucking... So like, it's like we're saying to the viewers, don't go down a rabbit hole with it because you end up jumping from this here to this here and because, oh, it's very shrouded in mystery you start to believe everything. You start mm. to believe every conspiracy that people hit you with and you lose your ability to logically think about, you know, would that happen? See, the, the kind of weird thing with David Icke, though, is I think a lot of people in our age range and generation don't realise that he was a goalkeeper, <laughs> right? Uh, he was a football player. A he? football player. Very, you could say, Gary Lineker has took his place. Like, was a an English TV presenter. Was and, he? Yeah, he he was like match of the day. He was he was Gary Lineker before Gary Lineker. He was that guy. He was a football player. Then he right. went into sports stuff and right. TV punditry. Work. Yep. No. Right. And then randomly, he said he just walked into a bookshop one day, and a voice told him from a book, "Read this book." And it was a book from a a clairvoyant, is the word. Uh-huh. It was a famous clairvoyant. And then he read that book and his life has never been the same since, mate. And that's how he ended up on, like, Terry Wogan and he was getting mocked on Terry Wogan. Uh-huh. So that, imagine, like, Gary Lineker was just, like, aliens told me to read the Bible and that was it. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that's what happened, mate. Aye, there's like, I mean, first of all, you're like, okay. All right. Um, but um, this is like a weird thing. Like, I hear a voice in my head. Like, I can hear, like, a narrative in my head. Yeah. I'm totally aware of it. Like, I hear my thoughts. Like, but it's you. Yeah. It's a part of you. Like, that doesn't mean you're schizophrenic. There's like a there's a percentage of the population that has an active voice in their head that sort of talks. Like I talk to myself. I talk myself through stuff. Do you know what I mean? And so it's not like a fucking alien or excuse me. Paul burped. Or they'll hear it. Obviously, they know fucking that. hell. Um, that was my way of coping with that. That's yeah. the fucking bottles of juice that you bring me. Sorry. Um, no, I love them. Uh, <laughs> But I that's the voice trying to get out you there. I remember, like, I remember there being a period of time where there wasn't 
you know, wasn't he aware that there was a sort of voice that was driving me along in life that I just, you know, and I, something happened, like, and you just, you start hearing, like, fuck, man, is that what I'm saying to myself? Mm -hmm. And these people think it's, like, some sort of higher power, and it's, like, it's your inner monologue. It's literally, like, every time I say inner monologue, I think about Austin Powers. Aye. Um, but, aye, man, it's, that's, but that's creepy that, I like he held himself but told him to read a book. I wonder, you'll never know people's sort of thoughts, but did he see the book and go, fancy reading that? And then being like, that was aliens and yeah. told me to do that. And when he speaks, he's a very intelligent person. He's clearly not dafty. Absolutely. Well read, well educated mm -hmm. by the sound, by the sounds of him. But um, see when people start to make money for conspiracy, it becomes dangerous because you can no longer hang your hat on like one that you've been saying for 20 years ago. You need to come up with new ones, even even more, especially in this fucking era of social media. It needs to be bigger, better conspiracies. And see when that starts to happen, such as like Alex Jones, who's made, you know, somewhere close to a billion dollars after conspiracy theories, then it gets dangerous because they'll be willing to peddle something that they don't believe is he, where's he disappeared to? Are he he seems to have disappeared so off the planet. He, he um, get charged with some sort of crime because he alluded or he outright said that the Sandy Hook victims were crisis actors and that the parents were real and blah, blah, blah. And his supporters went and like turned up at Sandy Hook after a fucking mass shooting. So he was ordered to pay a billion dollars. So that's how they, they know that he's made almost a billion dollars through... Infowars because he was ordered to pay all his profits that he's ever made to the family and he declared bankruptcy. So I think he's fucked off, but I think, I think he's still doing his fucking shit somewhere. That's crazy, isn't it? Aye. Fucking scumbag. Anyway, let's move on for that fat piece of shit. <laughs> David Icke. Oh no, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. David Icke looks like somebody's more. He's got like a pure more haircut. Aye. Like he's about to just pull a faggot and start hitting you with gossip. Uh -huh, exactly. I'll hit you with some good news or maybe a random happy fact. Do you know the voice of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse? They both of them get married. Did they? Yeah. Some good news, isn't it? Uh-huh. And then he died in a car crash, but... Okay, well... That didn't happen, but they did get oh, married. Oh, did, 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 no. did they know? They get just... married, though. Right, okay. Aye. Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse. Aye. Hello. Um, also, do you know the voice of Winnie the Pooh get done for stalking? <laughs> <laughs> what? Stalking who? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I don't know. Oh, they get charged Eeyore? for... <laughs> I imagine that. <laughs> the voice, uh, the voice of Eeyore. No, you get a mad stalker. That's crazy. Do I think it's mental that there'll be people out there on the planet that are like... Their voice is a household name, but if you were to see them, I think that would be the ideal for me. See if I was an actor, I think that would be the ideal thing for me. Aye. Like, because you could make a fuck ton of money just voicing cartoons and nobody needs to know what you fucking look like. Like a Simpsons guy? Fucking hell, how good would that be? Go to Comic-Con with a polybag of your head. <laughs> it's like, it made me quite... Have you seen the guy that wrote Game of Thrones. The uh, J.R.R. whatever his name, the guy that actually wrote the books. Aye. Aye, like the big dude. Aye. Uh -huh. Looks like a South Park character. Aye. I found it really funny though, because I've never watched Game of Thrones the whole way through. Have you not? 
No. Should I? Yes. I mean, it's the it's one of the it's up there with the top ten greatest TV season series until the last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But that's when they ran out of books, so he hadn't wrote like the last of the books. Mm. So they got other people to write the story, and that's why it went fucking mental. They should get him to write the end and redo know. it. They, they absolutely should. I just found it quite funny though. Like anytime I watched it, it's like people sucking each other's tits and stuff. And then you look at who wrote the book and you're like, right, the guy's clearly just writing his fucking kink. Uh-huh. It's like uh, Twilight. <laughs> she clearly had a wee vampire kink, man. Aye. She liked getting bitten while she was getting bent ill. That's for fucking sure. Aye. But um, aye, you're right, mate. I mean, the first few seasons of Game of Thrones are pornographic mm -hmm. at points. But then I'm pretty sure the woman that played Khaleesi, she requested, like, can we stop? Like, the full front nudity and all that. Like, it's just getting a bit much. Don't want to do it anymore. Good honour, man. Mm. I remember reading that, actually. So an actor recently um, requested that they stop sex scenes and whatever TV show that he was in because of his wife and mate Twitter were pure who does she think she is and blah 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 and you're like what? you ever done a sex scene? no but I've done a I remember there was a thing in college that was really inappropriate when I, when we did TV production and sound recording when I sh everybody had to write a short film I can't really remember the in-depth details, but there was a kissing scene. Somebody wrote something and there was a kissing scene. And, uh, you know, I was like 18 and I was supposed to do it with a girl. And I was like that to her Bef before. It was either on more break or before we went into class. I was like, this is a bit weird, isn't it? And she's like, aye. And I was like, do you feel comfortable? She's like, no. And I was like, near there. And the both of us were just like, we don't do it. And I was like, I don't want to do it either. Like, I'm not a trained actor. I've never been in this position before. It was before I'd done stand-up. I've never even been in front of a camera before. And this is the first time ever that I'm ever doing anything wow. was kissing somebody. So the both of us kind of shook hands and we're like, are we fuck? We're not doing it. Somebody else done it. And it was shite. It was like so awkward and unnatural because it's no professional. So it's like you've never done it before. You uh -huh. don't know how it works. Like see when you get a sex scene or a kiss scene on a professional set, mm -hmm. there'll be professionals there. And it was just horrible. You think like if it happened now, it wouldn't be allowed in a classroom. Aye, surely. Yeah. Fucking hell. But I suppose in some regard, they've got to get you ready. I was it was they? just like Darn and Stacey, geez what I did. Right. I mean I like, know a pal that went to a, a very prestigious acting school in London on a scholarship and um she had to do full frontal mate for her like whatever degree. Weird. Mental what? Huh? It's weird. I know an actor, I won't name him because I don't I, I don't want him to get into trouble. But he says he walked into an audition room and did she go through full frontal, by the way? She had to. Aye. No, okay. she, she was cast in. Aye, had to do it. So I know an actor that walked into an audition room and it was like, uh, you know, 20 actors and actresses there. 
And I think the director was like, everybody needs to take their shoes and their socks off. And my pal was like, why? And he's like, you just need to do it. And he's like, I don't want to do it. He's like, ah, well, if you don't do it, you can't be part of the addition. And he's like, I don't understand why you're asking this though. Like, why do you want me to do it? And supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but I think they do it to see if you can take orders. So even though it's just nothing, there's nothing right. to taking your shoes and socks off. I think they're trying to see who would just do it with no hassle. We doubt the troublemakers. And, yeah. Uh -huh. People that only going to just bend to their will whenever for whatever that they want them to do. Yeah. But I, I can understand that. I, I wouldn't want to. I hate my feet, mate. I hate my feet. I don't. I wouldn't take my socks and shoes off. I'd take my trousers. Uh, no, my trousers. Sorry. I'd take my trainers off, but mm -hmm. I'd keep my socks on. And uh, I, I find that weird. Mm -hmm. But f um, it depends how much I was getting paid. It would take a lot for me to do a sex scene, man. I'm very uncomfortable with taking my top off. I remember filming something for the BBC and uh we were doing something and there was like a female runner there and i was like can you like step out the room when i'm doing this because i was just self-conscious it's fucking humiliating mate there's nothing natural about it when you're filming stuff it's so robotic and Aye. shite uh-huh can you imagine what it must be like man having to lie there pretending to have sex while there's like multiple people multiple cameras right reset back right what Go again. Fucking hell, man. I mean, it'd be bad enough doing porn, but at least you're just shagging on cat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be like really aye, simulating. I forgot. I mate that did a poor Joey for friends, but he did like an STI advert for STV. <laughs> and he had to like be in bed and pretend to have sex with a lassie. And what did he say that was like? He was like, oh, man, it was awkward, but Similar to what you were saying, just had a chat with him, just like, look, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And just like, we just need to get through it, whatever. Um, but he was like pure at one point, he had a fucking raging stoner, so. <laughs> Did, <laughs> even more awkward. <laughs> what, female actors shouldn't be offended by that, because like, you just get, guys get stoners. You can't help it, can you? It's like a fucking, uh, I think they... They, they they something with female actresses or actors, sorry. Oh man. Wow. It's my nineties coming out, mate. Um they they put something so that nothing can go anywhere, I'm pretty sure, don't they? There's like a, a thing that they do. You can get a pillow, like a wee pillow thing. Right. And you put it there. And you can wear something as well, like pants, like skin suit pants, but that's like higher production shit. No for an S T V advert. Aye. But you'll get a wee pillow. Uh, a wee pillow aye just pump fuck at it <laughs> like a dog like a chihuahua dog <laughs> shagging its toy I've got a couple of questions here No. someone from Patreon says see when you have a shower do you wash your shins Um. yes <laughs> <laughs> Um. actively aye, aye yeah. I wash my legs mate I wash like, my feet yeah like, so your shins, I mean, I'm sure I've heard this question somewhere else. I think it could, didn't pop up at Twitter, like, was there no, like, a TikTok or something back in, 
during the pandemic about people that don't actively wash their legs in the shower and yeah. people like but the dirt for your upper body just runs down your lower but you don't go over that with soap and then water yeah i remember that and i remember somebody saying that i was weird because i do like soap and wash my legs and i was like i i wash my feet yes i do like a lunge type move in the shower and go down and go between my toes with like soapy horns of course Fuck of sake. course you need to. I clean my toenails, man. So I take it she never, she doesn't wash her shins. <laughs> well, we need to get some feedback, but no, I do. I wash my shins, sorry. And uh, someone also said... Um, That'll be you, do you? Of course, mate. Aye, of course. I feel dirty when I don't do it. I wash my feet, I wash my shins, everything. Where Asshole. do you start? This will be an interesting one. Where do you start washing yourself? In, in the, the shower? shower? Uh-huh. Start off with my hair, face, <laughs> and then down. Good. That's what I do. I've had people say, I wash my body and then I wash my hair. I'm like, but then the dirt for your hair's coming onto your body. Yeah. Like, <gasps> and then I think so I was like, surely your parents told you how to fucking wash yourself or taught you how to, do you know what I mean? No. I've got a nail brush in my shower as well and I do all that in the oh, shower. I love a nail brush, mate. Right in about the farter with the fucking Pumice stone. Aye. You need to wash your farter trips that's a health that's a new government advert i'm doing wash your father cleanliness awareness campaign you must wash your father love that did i tell you i shaved my entire body a couple of weeks ago um you've told me that you've done it before right so there was a reason behind it right i feel like i might be oversharing here okay it might have not been a couple of weeks ago it might have been like two months ago okay so basically a, a lady got in touch with us and she gave us, a, she offered me a deal. <laughs> she was just saying, look, I just went pumped, right? Okay. I've known her for a couple of years. She dropped into my DMs. I went pumped. And I was like, all right, it's been a while. Feeling quite self-conscious. I have not been with anybody in a while. So I got my clippers out shaved my body i've not shaved my body in a long time so it took us a while okay boss asshole let your asshole everything mate everything i'm britney spears mate i'm britney spears my chest everything my my legs my feet i know that that's too much but it feels like a born again situation like i'm rebirthed right i believe in jesus christ so (laughs) wait and get a haircut Got a haircut, got my forehead threaded, my eyebrows threaded. You went and get a haircut for a one night stand. Yeah. And you get your eyebrows threaded and shaved your entire body yeah. for a for for a one off. Yeah. Right, okay. This poor woman's wanting like fifteen minutes of getting rammed in your fucking You don't get fifteen minutes with me. No way. Um very tactical, mate. I'm in the wrong side of thirty. Yeah, efficient. Yeah. Okay. You need to be tactical when you're like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm telling you so this. You but decided to go and turn yourself into a dolphin before going to get your hole, right? Okay. <laughs> get a haircut, went and bought food for the platter and all that for her coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she pulled out last minute. She cancelled. I was fucking gutted, man. Did she reschedule? No. You want me to kill her? She told me something. She was like that. I'm at a pol- she she was away with her pal and she gets steaming and she went for some food 
and she was like, the night is still young, I'll still come up, and she never came up. And then she was like, I can meet you in this date. And then, obviously, I'm a psychopath, and I've shunned her. Like, I'm a Jehovah's Witness, so... Does she listen to the pod? I hope no. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope no. Uh, Pray not. That's I'm, a big disappointment, but Jesus Christ. It's not that I dislike her. She's a good person, right? Uh-huh. It's the fact that I had to shave. And I, I'm no, <laughs> she never asked me to but shave. But I was going to say, but wait a minute, you, you didn't have to shave. I you, know. you chose to shave yourself for this. I'm I mean, actually just realising that as I'm saying this out loud. Do you what? think that there's still, sorry. Why am I getting angry at her when she never asked me to shave my entire body? I mean, I shaved my arsehole for her, mate. I'm Bobby for Scott Squad, man. Monty Fox. Come on. Sorry, Come what on. were you saying there? Um, do you think that there's still women out there that like a hairy guy? Yeah. I've had women say that to me. I don't like it. I don't like hairy guys though. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't mind keeping a bit of hair, mate, but it gets outrageous, you know what I mean? I have no shaved. I mean, I used to shave my chest and all that. I've no shaved my chest and fucking... I used to veep. Yes. That's what I used to do. I used to veep my chest and my back. Your back? Uh-huh. Wow. Are you... Do you know what's weird, man? For the age of about 25 to 35, I had a fucking gorilla-like hair on my back. And then I don't know if I veated fuck at it that many times that I, like, destroyed the follicles or whatever because now I don't have a hairy back. <laughs> Maybe you have, mate. You've done some chemical damage or uh-huh. something. Aye, because I used to... I, I used to... Veet front and back and then I went through a period where I just did the back and then I went through a period where I would go and get my back waxed Mm -hmm. and then I remember I met somebody and she was I was like seeing her and she was like you've got a very smooth back and I was like I get it waxed it's then she was like gonna stop doing that and I was like are you sure and she was like aye okay I don't she was basically like it wasn't like she was like I want a hairy back she was like I don't give a fuck are you doing it for my benefit I was like well suppose like i'm doing it for, because i don't i think that people don't like a hairy back it's no aesthetically pleasing she was just like no no just i don't care just do what you want i was like right fair enough fuck going to get waxed it's fucking brutal well i think you know women put in a lot of hard work into look af- looking after themselves mm-hmm. they wear makeup every single day mm-hmm. which we don't ask i mean obviously they're doing it for themselves but mm-hmm. I, when i'm seeing somebody i don't ask I don't expect them to wear makeup, but you know, beautiful hair, makeup. Why does that sound like a fucking serial killer? I know. <laughs> These women, they put in so much effort. <laughs> like I'm at Crufts, <laughs> a beautiful golden Labrador. Yeah, buy that one. Best on show. I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, and then there's guys, like, what the fuck do we do? Just wash my face and brush my teeth? Some cunts don't even do that, mate. Yeah. Some guys don't even bother to tidy their fucking room. Never mind anything else, man. Yeah. Crusty bed sheets, the lot, man. No shame. Aye. So there we go. There is a total imbalance with that. I feel like it's evening out a bit. Guys really take care of themselves now, I think. But aye, mate. I've had some mates where I think, how does anybody shag you, man? You're fucking rotten. I've had that as well. No, you. Present company excluded. Likewise. Good. Because we know it's not true. I smell amazing, mate. Aye. I fucking tidy up. No bad. 
Cunts are seeing me in my dress down days, man. See when I tidy up. <laughs> How long have we done? Absolute babe. An hour and 14 minutes. An hour and 14 minutes. We've actually overran by 14 minutes. We're not in a rush, but I think we've covered all, all subjects, mate. Do you want to call it at that? Well, let's, just before we do, let's talk about Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury. Let me see if I've noted that down. Um, yes, I have, mate. Apologies for I, missing that. We watched it while I was over for a cup of tea the other night. Yes. Um... Paul's recommendation, by the way. Aye, what a movie, man. Absolutely insane. I mean, Funny. the cast. What is the fucking cast all about, man? It was that much of an all-star cast that made me think that the, the director was calling in favours. Sorry for burping. Calling in favours. Aye. He's been, like, involved with Weinstein or something, and Weinstein's <laughs> got him his cast. I mean, like, Christopher Walken. Is it Walken or Walken? I say Walken. Walken. Christopher Walken. Um just to name one but fucking Terry Crews oh there's like a pure all-star comedy cast it's ridiculously funny and that sort of hot shots fucking parody is that is that yes um it's like a parody I enter the dragon but with ping pong could you really <laughs> ever sell a movie any more than that does that no make you want to fucking watch a movie but very very funny it's like a cult classic but I don't know you know when you see like lists or anything don't know if I ever hear anybody talking about it uh, the main guy in it, I can't remember his name. Um, I checked his database last night and he's only been in 39 films. And, uh, really? Last, this, he's very, very funny. Funny bones, man. He's currently, well, The Walking Dead's finished, but he was in The Walking Dead playing a serious part. Um, right, yeah. Dan Fogler, yeah. who plays Randy Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, funny as James fun. Hong, Terry Crews, very funny people. Um, who else did I recognise? Jason Scott Lee, he played Bruce Lee in the Bruce Lee biopic. Uh, Peyton Oswald, he was the one last night. We were like, what's his name? We couldn't yes. get it. Peyton Oswald, he's been in fucking all sorts of shit. Um, David Provo, he's like a pure, he's one of the guys that you, you fucking, you see his face and you're like, fucking hell, he's been in everything. And Masi Oka, who played Hiro Nakamura in this TV series, Heroes, which I highly recommend season one, but then season two and three are a pile of dog shit, so don't bother with it, but watch season one of Heroes. Yeah. Amazing. So, Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, go and watch it. That's Paul's recommendation, funny as fuck. The main guys, like, certain people have got funny bones. He's got funny bones. Aye. Christopher Walken was funny as well. Aye. He's a great actor, man. Aye. Uh, what else has I've put any other ones down? No. Do you want to talk about the Jake Paul fight? Or is that just a waste of time? Oh, well, we just no bother gaining it any more fucking energy than it's already got. It was a Aye. fucking pile of shite. Pile of Tommy shit. Fury's a shite boxer. He celebrated it like he'd won a world title when he just beat a fucking YouTuber. Yeah. I get that it was a relief, but mate, it was a circus. Yeah. They interviewed Logan Paul mid-fight and put it in the PA system and he called out Tyson Fury. It was a fucking joke, man. An absolute joke. And that's what the, that's what these cunts are doing. I know that they're they're making a load of money and it's and you can admire it and admire the hustle, but they are literally taking a sport that has got hundreds of years of history. Loads of tradition, some of the greatest athletes ever that, you know, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, 
Mayweather Jr., like all of these guys that and they're fucking squatting down and taking a big massive fucking shite on it. Like it can get to fuck as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And he get proved to be a bit of a joke, to be really, because Tommy Fury is not a world class boxer. So I mean I watched it. I wish I didn't. It's a pile of shit. Shame on Tyson Fury, by the way. Cause you could say that he was there, wasn't he? Aye, because it was his brother. Aye. So he's like he's the closest to an old school boxer that you can get. Like old school gypsy king, like traditional boxing, like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, he's up there. Yes. And the fact that he sat there at that event is disgusting. Like disgusting. I know it's his brother, I know he's supporting his family, but you're treating it like it's a WWE. Like, get to fuck, mate. That's no boxing. So I I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Aye, fuck him. His dad's a pain in the ass, I know, by the way. Shut up. John Fury. Aye. See, to be honest, mate, what a name. You know what I mean? John Fury. Just Fury. Aye, Just aye. Fury, F-U-R-Y being your last name, man. And then calling your son Tyson. That's cool Tyson as fuck. Fury. What a name. It's cool as fuck. And, but what about we, Tommy? Imagine that. Pure. Who's my big brother's name? Tyson. Sounds like, named after a pit bull. What are you named after? Like, Tommy. He's had hair. He's had work done in his hair, by the way. Who, Tommy Fury? Ah, you could tell. There's no chance that that's natural. Uh, his hair lines pure done. Aye, and it's like doll hair. Mm. That's like the pure shitey. Like, see, when somebody's hair transplant doesn't take right, you can pure see it's like doll hair, like yours. That's what I'm saying, like yours isn't like that. I like Ken. Ken. He's got a pure Ken do. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Oh, we Tommy ass. Give me six weeks in the gym and I'm fucking just matching. <laughs> ah well I think that's us mate aye mate is that us aye that's us so what we're going to do now go on to the Patreon and we'll finish some ghost hunting stuff maybe aye maybe maybe aye maybe not maybe aye maybe not well guys thank you very much for tuning in to Straight White Whale it's been an honour and a pleasure if you are a regular listener to the podcast and you've not gave us a review can you give us a five star review on Spotify or if you've got a spare couple of minutes, could you leave a worded review on Apple Podcasts? Same again, guys. Twitter's dead. We don't get in any engagement on Twitter. There's a couple of likes and this and that. But see if you like this podcast. Spread the word. Tell your pals. Put it into WhatsApp groups and all that stuff. You're helping us. And if you can spare some money, you can sign up to the Patreon. And you're supporting us to leave the lights on. It's £5 a month. You, you don't need to do it all the time. You can sign up for a couple of months. You'll get to see my Oren Moore show and all that other stuff. And um, like I said, guys, if you sign up, you can drop us messages. Paul's there to talk to you. I'm there to talk to you. If you DM us on like Instagram, we might miss it. I'll probably get back to you as soon as I can. But, you know, sign up and support us. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Would you like to say anything? Yeah, I love you. I love you too. We're all, we're all the same. I ruined that there. <laughs> Why did I have to jump in there? You go first. Go, you say it and I won't say anything. Love you. I love you though. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.